Morning News. This is Dave Ross with Colleen O'Brien and Chris Sullivan. Seventh District Congresswoman Pramila Jayapal is sponsoring a proposed constitutional amendment which would overturn the Supreme Court's Citizens United decision. You remember that one? That's one that defined corporations as people for the purposes of independent political ads. And uh, we thought we'd ask former State Attorney General Rob McKenna about this. Our conversation is sponsored by Madrona Financial Services. I was unaware that this was uh, going to be uh, a thing. Has this been tried before? Not that I know of, but it's part of a larger effort across the country to, one way or another, prevent corporations from uh, engaging in political speech, from funding independent expenditure campaigns. You know, for example, right. you know, paying for TV ads. They're already prohibited from donating money directly to federal candidates, members of Congress, uh, senators are not allowed to accept corporate contributions. But in the Citizens United case in 2010, the court overturned a provision of the Federal Election Campaign Act, which had prohibited corporations and labor unions from using their funds to make are called electioneering communications or for speech that expressly advocates the election or defeat of a federal candidate. That provision was challenged in the Citizens United case, which involved uh, a nonprofit corporation that had released a film about Senator Hillary Clinton, who was, Mm -hmm. of course, candidate for president in 2008. And they challenged that prohibition that corporations couldn't, and for that matter, labor unions couldn't help fund time on cable TV for that film. And the court agreed with them. They said, look, uh, it's a matter of the First Amendment, and we don't discriminate against some speakers because of the nature of their of their personhood or the amount of money that they have, which has had the predictable effect of greatly increasing the amount of money corporations are spending on electioneering communications. And that's what this amendment targets. So just to read from the amendment she's proposing, uh, Section 1 reads, the rights protected by the Constitution of the United States are the rights of natural persons only. And it goes on to say that artificial entities like corporations, quote, shall have no rights under this Constitution and are subject to regulation by the people. So uh, that would mean what? It would end corporate personhood, which could have all kinds of ramifications under the law. It would state that money does not equal speech. You know, a pretty dramatic idea because spending on campaigns is been viewed as a form of speech. At least it's an an integral part of the First Amendment, according to a series of of court decisions and sort of, I would say, also common sense. But at the same time, you know, it's true that independent spending, as Jayapal points out, has increased tremendously. And all of that is true. But if political involvement and spending money donating to a political cause is speech, then it is protected by the First Amendment, according to the Supreme Court. And the pushback on that is that there certainly is a free speech concern. But back when the First Amendment was passed, you didn't have gigantic corporations that could essentially uh, monopolize entire swaths of TV time as you as you have now. Yeah, that's true. You also didn't have campaign contribution limits. So corporations and partnerships could donate to federal candidates in unlimited amounts and there was no reporting of it. The question is, you know, and this is what the proposed constitutional amendment gets at is, you know, are corporations persons under the law 
they always they have been considered persons, not natural persons, but a kind of person. Can their you know political speech be curtailed by not allowing them to fund campaign messages, you know, independent campaign messages? And is money speech? This is a point that uh, Representative Jayapal is going after. She says that her proposed constitutional amendment would make it clear that money does not equal speech. So does this decision need to be revised? You point out that there, the floodgates have been opened since this thing uh, became Supreme Court case law. Is there any way to temper that without violating the First Amendment? It's, it's hard to say because, again, to be clear, we're talking about independent expenditures. Right. Is, there's no question. Well, but that we, and we both know that there's, I mean, that's sort of a wink and a nod, right? It's independent. I remember when I ran for office, I got a call saying, uh, by the way, the, the deadline is coming where you can't coordinate your campaign. So if you want to send us some video right now, uh, you should do it. Well, you're right. And that's a direct outcome of attempting to limit money that goes directly to candidates. You know, uh, our former senator and attorney general, Slade Gorton, used to say that money in politics is like water on a sidewalk. It always <laughs> finds the cracks. And, <laughs> and, you know, that's exactly right. Every yeah. single major campaign finance reform, federally anyway, has resulted in some sort of unintended consequence. It's resulted in, you know, PACs. There were no PACs until the, the first wave of campaign finance reform yeah. back in the 70s. And the, I hear your argument. And I guess the counter argument is we should just have transparency and have immediate reporting. We just have to do a better job of reading the fine print at the end of the campaign ads. I should also point out, though, that the, the way the law is currently structured, it doesn't just give corporations free reign to spend all that money. It also gives unions the right to spend all that money. Sure, and they do, and they, they fund independent expenditure campaigns as, as well. Former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Thank you, Rob. Thanks, Dave.